There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Our boss keeps sending me recipes that are meant for you, Jesse, and she's like, oh, you should make this for Jesse. And they all involve cottage cheese. <laughs> it's such a, an interesting well, ingredient. Because Jesse has an, a, a, like this weird obsession with cottage cheese. I mean, I even got you a tub of it for your birthday. Oh, that's you, true. Uh, Jesse comes into the studio sometimes, and he just goes to town on like a tub of cottage cheese. Like, plain. no, uh, plain, no extra ingredients. Just straight out of the tub, he gets his spoon, and he's just like, it's time for a cottage cheese snack. And Do you know where it started? Uh, where? Um. Going to the gym and trying to, like, eat enough protein sure. so you can build muscle. Oh, you yeah. don't want to hear my story? No, right, I do. I'm just, like, it's it's just weird that you eat a plain. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, because I had never had cottage cheese okay. until, let's say, 2018, five oh, years ago. Never <laughs> well, had it my entire life. My whole year. <laughs> okay, well, this, you sh- are you surprised? Go ahead. I'm You're sorry. not surprised. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, I'm not. oh <laughs> laugh at Jesse Day, huh? <laughs> no, okay, anyway. So. It's, um... I never had it. Yeah. So the first time I ever had it, I went to Kroger and I tried it. I'm like, oh, that's not what I thought it would be. But I like this. So I've never had it combined with anything else. But it is loaded with protein. Yeah. So you're trying to get enough protein. It's very healthy for you. So you know me. I kind of eat just to sustain myself. I don't. I do like flavors. I do like eating things just, of combat. Yeah. But no. You don't I, care about it, though. Not, not like other terribly. people. Terribly. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I eat a ton of, of is chicken. Yeah. I eat so much chicken. Every day, pretty so much. So she's sending you recipes where you can so, make what for me with cottage cheese? Well, the most recent one, a lot of them are desserts because you do, you have a little bit of a sweet tooth, but you yeah. also, you try to be healthy. So it's like, I think oftentimes you turn down maybe the sweets sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's, so anyway, it's a cottage cheese ice cream. And what? it's like a strawberry cheesecake ice cream, but it's made from cottage cheese. So this is a thing. She's sent me a couple of these. Um, yeah, you, you kind of like blend it up, and then you can add some fruit. This one had a couple of crumbled graham crackers on top, and you freeze it, and then it almost has the consistency of ice cream. Almost. In fact, it looks really good, and when she first sent it, I'm like, wow, this looks great. And she's like, yeah, I thought you might want to make that for Jesse. <laughs> oh, like, oh, thank you. I thank you, Patty. Me. Yeah. She just she uh, knows that you love cottage listen, cheese. Listen, hold on. There's there's a whole world of recipes where people like protein pancakes, got triumphs, just like the real thing. Yes. That's a bunch of BS. It is not. Some things are not the same. Halo Top ice cream is an example of something that's pretty close to real ice cream. It tastes pretty good. Yeah. It, it, it scratches the itch. But it's still not ice cream. Well, I've heard you can make 
not cottage cheese. What's the other kind of ric- ricotta, ricotta cheese? Ricotta cheese is. I've heard something that I've can seen. be a substitute, but you know what? So, oh, but now you got me all worked up for some strawberry ice you. cream made out of. Co- Are you gonna make me some tomorrow? I need to. Oh my gosh! The little, little treat for making it through the first day of the week. I'm like, what is this? I'm. Um, I do like to cook. No, it does look good. I need to go to the grocery store. Is really what's holding me up oh, from okay. saying well, yes right, right away. There. But I know it's right by my apartment. Right I have no excuse. Um. I will make it for you. I'm can just we kidding. Just, on the time frame. Can we? Yeah. Can we put the time Sometime in the next little, couple weeks. That's all. Like no, the, no big deal. I, I know like how you pressure. are with prep, prep, prep. I mean, I just brought you sardines the other week, okay. and it's like, no. what is this? Am I? You want me to just meal prep for you? Um, yeah, actually, <laughs> it's something I'm trying to give up. So. Yeah. No, I'm curious to try this as well. So why not? All right. Strawberry, strawberry cheese, cheese ice cream uh, yeah. cake. Mm. Sounds weird, but it, it looks pretty good. I just want to say thanks to Patty for looking out for me and thinking about me <laughs> outside of work hours. It was on Easter. She sent it. Pretty soon she's going to send me a recipe for uh, pawpaw cake pawpaw. to send for you. <laughs> Make this for Anna. Anna would love this. <laughs> My family doesn't turn on the TV when we have, like, family get-togethers, family parties. Ever? He's- I mean, not unless we are intentionally wanting to sit down and watch a movie together. Um, no. So, like, on you Christmas don't. Day, the the, uh, the TV, like, football games or just, like, Christmas movies are playing in the background. Like, you have a TV there and it's turned off. There might be a moment that the kids all decide they want to watch a Christmas movie. But, no, for the most part, when we have family get-togethers, we are all talking together. We play, like, card games or... Oh, that's so family-like. The, like, Easter. I know. Easter yesterday, we didn't have the TV on not once. We spent the entire time... Sitting at a picnic table outside, just talking, having a couple of beers. And then today in our, our work meeting that we had, everyone's talking about how the Masters were on TV yeah. for Easter. And I'm like, uh, no. My the TV is on the entire time. No. At my dad's house, he built a bar in the basement. And it's like a sports bar with a TV and a fridge there with drinks and mixed drinks and all these things. Yeah, The TV is on the entire time. In fact, what you do is you go upstairs, you make a plate, and you come downstairs and you sit at the bar, and we all kind of sit around. We chat with one another, another, but we're also watching TV at the same time. No. That's, I mean, we, we have a bar, too, in our basement. We go sit around the bar, but we don't have a TV on. We just sit and talk. Now you know where some of my, uh, you know, like, I ne- it's never quiet at my house. The TV's always on. Yeah. Or I always have, like, music or a podcast playing. Yeah, there's no, like, sit around. Uh, the only time is at my mom's house when we actually eat dinner, we like we pray and everything, we will mute the TV for that. The TV's probably still on. It's just, just the sound is gone. And then we might keep it off during dinner. But other the moment somebody stands up, I'm I'm unmuting that TV. We're right that back is on. So strange. It, it's making me wonder if some of my family members would like to have the TV on, but my parents are hosting and they just don't think to turn the TV. And maybe my, like, cousins and my aunts and uncles are like, what the heck's up with the not Marie the, family? Not at this good old-fashioned Easter dinner. They don't dinner. turn on the TV. We just no. sit outside and talk. You know what you should do? One year, uh, you, you'll never do this, but if you if you ever own a home, you should invite everybody to your place and uh, your house, your rules, and you just got all the TVs turned turn on. The like, TV. This is how we're going to do it at my place. They'd be like, why is the TV on? Turn that? No. Uh, we just, hello? We've never been that way. I don't. It seems that... Everyone kind of does what your family does. During the meeting at work, everyone's like, eh, the TV, the TV is on. I'm like, I mean, I'll give you credit. I don't know. It leads to more fruitful conversations when there's not a TV blaring in the background. So it's, the intentions are good. I'll give it, I'll give you your parents that Good old-fashioned fun. Good old-fashioned, oh, 
who's ready for a game of Uno? <laughs> we we play Uno. We play that. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, hey, Rush Hour 2's on. Can you turn that up? <laughs> Duffy, you shocked me and a lot of our listeners this weekend with Mr. Spontaneous Jesse on a Friday night at that. Yeah, I know. Like Friday, we were in here and I said to Anna, like, hey, you want to go over and try this new... Um, What's it called? Highwire Brewing. Highwire Brewing. Well, Factory 52 is kind of like the area. They're going to have apartments. There will be a food hall. Norwood. Yes, it's in Norwood. And Highwire Brewing is is kind of the first thing that's finished in that area. Yeah. So, and you, for the last year, not even, I've seen the semi-trucks off of I-71. You could see a truck trailer parked there and it says Factory 52 on the side. So, I've been like everybody else. I'm like, oh, what's going to go over Mm -hmm. there? And so, it was like Friday night and I was, it was this combination of me being hungry and I knew I really didn't have a ton going on this weekend. So, yeah, I I don't know where I go, Anna, you want to go over here and try this place out? Because, like, my food's not really sounding all that good to me to eat right now. Yeah, I was. And Anna says to me, she goes, what's the catch? I really couldn't, I didn't believe that you were just asking me to hang out. I don't know. Has that ever happened before? I'm not sure. Uh, (laughs) It wasn't the first time. Only if you've already been out, maybe. If you've already been out, I have invited myself out before, yeah. but I've never been the uh, the person that gets the ball rolling. That invites me out. And I I had something that I could have gone and done, and I was like, nope, I'm hanging out with Jesse. He never asks Very me. Rare. And then the minute we walk in, I know someone uh, who works there at the brewery, so then it's like, Free beer, shots. Like, <laughs> and we just, and I said, Jesse's uh-oh. like, oh, boy. I go, boy. Because... If we were there for three hours, by the way, and I, I'd say at least the last hour of it was because I had to sober up. You had to have water. Yeah. I, I, if you add up how much I drank, you two and a half drinks. I had a beer and a half and then one whole shot. Um, that wasn't even hardly a shot. It was okay. Okay. All right. Oh, that's fine. Almost I'll give it drink. to you. On an yes. empty stomach. While we ate while we were there. Yeah, not for the first hour and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, listen. Yeah, Jesse. Don't don't he, dissect my night. I know what no, I did. It's fine. <laughs> but I did say before we left, I'm like, you'll probably be one beer and done. And I'm like, oh, sorry, one and a half beers. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, ordered, I ordered two, and I got halfway through the second one, and I'm like, I can't fit. I will. I won't be able to leave. <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to leave because they were they were heavy craft beers. I'll give you that that they are a little bit higher They're percentage, good. but. And then Anna had a friend that showed up. Yeah. Who leads a tour company downtown. Mm -hmm. His name's Craig. Super nice guy. He shows up. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, me and this guy are about to nerd out about Newport history. And he did. Newport was once the Las Vegas of the United States before. And and he knew all the things and I knew all the, and, and Anna just turned the other direction at one point. I'm like, well. Don't get me wrong. It It is, it's very interesting. I did not know that about Newport. But the two of you, it was like one of those conversations that I just knew I had not, I, I didn't know the history. So I had nothing to jump in with. Yeah. And I knew you guys were doing a, your nerdy thing. And That's I'm like, all right, I'll just. sit there and enjoy it. Well, I made friends at the bar myself. The two ladies that sat next to us, remember them? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I was chatting it up with them, so. I don't need you boys. Yeah, they thought I was funny, too. Yeah. I guess I was a little chatty when I first got there. <laughs> that shot kicked in. <laughs> it was Statman that did it, and Ashley from the Big Dave Show also did it. Over the weekend, yeah. I saw pictures. We're in a group thread where they send us pictures of lamb cakes. <laughs> and my first reaction is I wanted to laugh. 
My second reaction yeah. is like, what are these? I've never heard of them. My family does not make lamb cakes. Yeah. Never have. I thought it was a joke. I'm, so I've actually, I've, I've heard of the lamb cakes. In fact, my family, we, um, my family is Catholic. So we've always, we've always celebrated Easter in that mm -hmm. aspect. But we also used to celebrate Passover. Okay. I realize that makes absolutely no sense, but it's what my family did growing up. At Passover, we always had a lamb cake. And uh, so I thought that that was a tradition for, for Passover, but it turns out it's an Easter tradition, and I Googled it to figure out what's the deal with lamb cakes, uh -huh. and this it originated in Germany, which would make a lot of sense, being Cincinnati is an extremely German uh. city. So I'm guessing that that's just something that came over to the Cincinnati area. I got you. And that would explain why Stat and Ashley. That makes sense. Okay. Although Stat's making a lamb cake out of mashed potatoes and meatloaf, I don't think that is common. <laughs> Stat, if you are listening, I love you. I think you're a great person, but I saw that and I laughed out loud. And I'm like, what is this garbage? What is this? It had eyes on it. It had, I, honestly, Stat's meatloaf and mashed potato lamb it was situation. Fluffy. That is more my cup of tea than an actual cake. I'm not much of a cake girl, so I'm like, I don't want to eat meatloaf in the shape of something. Uh, in the shape of a lamb. It just is <laughs> like, made out of beef. Like, what is like, I don't, going on? No, no. I, meatloaf is already a combination of a bunch yeah. of weird things. You don't need to make it weird. Yeah, I think it's just one of well, those it's covered things. up with mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. You know what this is missing? Wow. A meatloaf. Right. I mean, Ashley and Officer Nick, they're, they're lambs. They were <laughs> looking a little Special? <laughs> Yeah, that's the word I'd use. Yeah. No, I've no. not let me put it this way. I've yet to see a lamb cake or lamb shaped anything that doesn't look Looks crazy. Appetizing with with wacky eyes. <laughs> Looking in different directions. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, happy Easter. <laughs> oh, got the old lawn striper out this weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. For those that don't know what a lawn striper is, the way I always describe it is if you've ever been to a baseball game at Great American Ballpark and you look out in the outfield yeah. and you're like, wow, look at all those pretty lines in the stripes. And then maybe you have a conversation with the per person next to you and you're like, I wonder how they do that. Do they just mow in one direction and then yeah. they mow the opposite direction? And the answer is yes, but there's a little magic part of it. And that's the striping kit, Ooh. which is a roller which on my push mower at home is a part of this little kit and it drags behind the mower and it it's 20 pounds. It's filled with sand oh, okay. and it rolls the grass blades enough in one direction so that when the, the sunlight hits it and then you see the grass blades on the other pass bent in the other direction, it yeah. creates that illusion. And I bought this thing like two years ago and I haven't shut up about it since <laughs> because I think it is one of the greatest purchases I've ever made because I think it looks so good. Mm -hmm. And I posted my post first photo over the weekend, first striping of the season. Boy, Most people are pretty cool about it. Got a couple fellas out there challenging to me uh -oh. for lawn stripes. They're like, oh yeah, what are they? check out my at-home kit I made. Oh. A lot of people being like... Uh, you spent money on that. Look what I did with a piece of PVC pipe. Oh, they made their own? They made their own. Our first person that ever did this was our overnight guy, Ryan Jacobs. And I, I do miss being friends with him, but we haven't spoken since. Because, oh. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but but he, he kept texting me pictures, and he's like, check this out. 
It's like he's. It's like a man challenging another man. Like, ho, ho, ho. I think that's what that's of, what this is. It is exactly what okay. it is. It's a piece of white. What he gets is white PVC pipe, and he's getting all engineering in his garage, and he's putting this thing together. He's like, look, mine does just as much as. Like, listen, I spent no time creating mine. It showed up. I dumped sand in it. It cost me one hundred dollars. I didn't have to go to the home. I didn't have to go to Home Depot once. Oh, you just and ordered you it look online. at the result. Yeah, Toro. Do you feel like part of the reason that you love to stripe your lawn so much is because of the fact that you're, are you showing off to your neighbors? Are you trying to have a better yard than your neighbors? Or is this really about you? How do I answer this? No, answer it honestly. I'm yes. It's about, yes. it's not about you? It is about me because I take pride in it, right? You know, I'll, I'll do the yard, I mow it, and I stripe it. I go to bed, I wake up the next morning, that sun's coming up, you hear the birds chirping, and you can almost hear that, like, uh, soft music, and I, I look out the window, hold my cup of coffee, and raise those blinds up, and I go, yep, I did that. I striped that long. I striped that. Look at how straight that is. <laughs> okay. I hope someone drives by slowly this morning. All right. Don't <laughs> you live on, stripes. like, a dead-end street? I don't. No, I don't. Stop poking holes in my dream. I don't live in a cul-de-sac. I live on like a horse, like a stretch. It goes around. Okay. All right. Why I are mean, you pushing not, me? Well, it looks nice. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. It's the, because I have found joy in how good it looks. I hated yard work my entire life because my mom could just go out <laughs> until, and do it. I hated until it. Until I found the love. <laughs> Okay. Let me tell you a love story. I'm sorry. I just don't get it. But I, I'm glad that it's well, for you, and I'm glad that other people online make their own. I'm glad for everyone. I just, it's, it goes You up, have it no lawn. You have <laughs> no grass. Maybe that's what it is. I just don't. <laughs> it just looks good. It's pride. I've got great little lines okay. where I edge it just real nice. And then, again, I'd like to call out just a couple gentlemen on Facebook. Oh. Mike, he mm -mm. goes, made my own striper. Whose is better? And he posts a picture <gasps> of his backyard. Whose is better? And uh, Yours or Mike's? Well, his stripes are pretty pronounced, but, you know, it also depends on the time of the day to take the photo. Oh. And then Matthew wrote, he posted a picture of his backyard. No striping, kid. It's just knowing what you're doing. It works as well. Oh, like, oh so Matthew oh. can stripe what his lawn trying without to a, a lawn striper. Why are, we, why are we challenging me? That not that why you started this in the first place? You want to show off? And you're posting to Facebook, you're This is between me and my neighbors. Not these gentlemen with large backyards right. that don't live in Silverton. Mike and Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> Back up. Okay. <laughs> People have uh, questions and opinions? Yeah, on? yeah. See, oh, now, that you now that you established how you're cutting your grass with the stripes and everything, are you going to cut it the same way every time? No, I, I am a seasoned lawn professional. I know that you have to cut things at different angles. You have to go left right. to right. And you got to go sideways. Yeah, you can't be cut at the same direction every time. Your grass, Anna, because it your grass, it becomes, you could put like ruts in the grass and it, it gets used to it. You got to switch it up, right? Not just the rut, but yeah, right. Not just the rut, but it lays it one way, That's right. but if you cut it another way, it stands it back up to where yeah. you can cut it better, you know. Oh yeah, you us, have to us lawn care professionals know these things, don't we? I've been doing it for four, over 40-some years. Yeah. Oh, so he's yeah. got a couple years on you, Jesse. I mean, I've been doing it since I was 14, so, oh, okay. uh, yeah. you know, I mean, nothing. Uh, 40 years, but... Uh, yeah, I think he's got some time on you, Jesse. Anna, do you have any questions for the uh, lawn care well, professionals? 
I didn't hear you. I, I just asked Anna if she had any questions for the lawn care professional since she's copping an attitude over here. Well, I mean, honestly, this whole conversation just makes me think I want to live in an apartment the rest of my life because I don't well, care. Well, I said I did it for 40 years. I've done it longer than that. But as far as putting stripes down, yeah. it's been over 40 years. Just, you know I've been what? doing it for over He's been striping since before yeah. you were born. Just, you know what? Save your I'm going to give you my number. You call me. We'll talk about it later. Anna don't want to hear it. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. All right. All right. Yeah, whatever. That's a great yeah. response. Hey, okay. hey, okay. thanks for calling. We'll, we'll be in touch soon. All right. I'll talk right. to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Super Mario Brothers. The movie. Came out this weekend. And I got to be honest, I'm 40 years old. And this animated movie is one that I've wanted to see more than any animated movie. <laughs> Not, I didn't want to see it three days ago, but now I've seen the reactions to it. And uh, I've heard some adults say it was pretty good. I'm like, I, I think I kind of want to go see it. I kind of want to go see it, yeah. But I'm not going to go see it until I get an official review from a child. <laughs> All right. And that would be my <laughs> nine-year-old nephew, Johnston, who lives down in Tennessee with my identical twin brother, who's his dad, and uh, my sister-in-law. Johnston, you saw the movie? Yep. Okay, so we want to know what your favorite part of the movie was. Oh, that's tough. Really tough. Uh, well, the favorite part about the movie was, well, I got two favorites. The part where Bowser was playing the piano and singing the song about Peach. Bowser singing the song about Peach, okay. And the part at the end where Mario and Luigi defeat Bowser. Oh, spoiler. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those are two really great parts. Would you go see the movie again? Yes. Great. Anna, do you have any questions for Johnston about the well, Mario Brothers? Johnston, movie? I want to know if you got any snacks while you were at the movies. Yes, I got plenty of snacks. Which was your favorite? Oh, yeah, the Wife Krispie Treats. Oh, my favorite. Okay. You got yourself a, like a soda or something? No, I don't drink soda. Oh, okay, Okay, good. very smart, water, very healthy. Water is it? Okay. Johnston, I've got one more question for you. What part of the Super Mario Brothers movie made you laugh the most? Maybe the part with Bowser's doing the Peach song, maybe. Bowser was in the Peach song? Mm-hmm. I think they made a music video of that now that is on YouTube. Did you know about that? Uh, no, and Mommy is laughing so hard at the Peach song. Your mommy was laughing really hard at the Peach song? She was crying. She's crying <laughs> laughing. Oh, boy. Did you think it was funny that your mommy was laughing? I was not next to her. You were right next to her? No, I was not next oh, to her. Oh, you were not next oh, to her. Okay. okay. All right. It's not cool to sit next to mom now. You got to be over there with your friends, right? Aww. I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> he I'm agreed. Just kidding. He agreed. Okay. okay. I, I don't right. know if I take it back then. <laughs> well, Johnston, is there anything else you want to say about the Super Mario Brothers movie before we let you go? Everybody should go see it. Mm -hmm. Back to you, mommy. Back to oh, back to me. Oh. Well, I just got handed off. Hashtag spoiler alerts. <laughs> That's okay. Wow, we should have said that on the front. He's a well, nine-year-old. He doesn't know he's not supposed to spoil parts of the I movie. I was gonna say we asked him what his favorite part was. What's he listen, supposed to say? Well, I'm not gonna repeat the part he said that was a spoiler. But listen, they're not gonna make a Mario movie. Where Mario and Luigi don't succeed. <laughs> yeah, don't what a happen. letdown. I'll see that happen. If Bowser comes out on top, yeah. like, oh, hang on to the sequel. Yeah. So thank you to All my right. nine-year-old nephew, Johnston. We, his nickname is JP. And JP. I, JP. I think I'm going to go see the movie after that. That was a great yeah, review. You're going to go get a Rice Krispie treat like he did. No Absolutely. soda, though. Absolutely. Yeah. No soda. <laughs> Stick in the water. <laughs> that movie made a ton of money over the weekend. So lots of reviews, uh, great reviews. So it's probably worth checking out. 
Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Jesse, today is your turn to answer a question out of the Truth Jar. We do this every day, and then we rotate on who has to answer something to make you uncomfortable mm. or, or share a part of your life. Okay. Jesse, what are you most proud of your family for? You know, That's I make fun nice. of my family a lot. I, yeah. I, I feel like whenever I mention my family from Iowa, it's always sort of tongue-in-cheek of like, well, back in Iowa, everybody <laughs> yes, says, you seen it. Yeah, of, you do. I saw it or you saw it or whatever. It, it's a, There's a lot of like sarcasm and negativity, but there is one side of my family, particularly my dad, that I don't know if I've ever shared this before, but I have an older brother, not my twin. I have an older brother, Jeremy, who's six years older than I am. Yeah. He's mentally challenged, which I still don't know the proper term for that, but I can tell yeah. you that he was in, he's special needs. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, he is my older brother, and Jeremy was the first of the TAC kids born. Okay. Uh, so it was my mom, my dad, and Jeremy. And Jeremy, from very small, young age, they realized he was special needs, and he was hearing impaired and couldn't really hear out of one of his ears. Yeah. And my mom and dad got divorced, and not to get into details, but it was basically just my dad at one point. Yeah. With Jeremy, Jamie. And two identical twins. So oh my gosh. four kids, six and under. Six and under? Six and wow. under. Wow. Okay. And the state of Iowa, as my dad tells the story, came in. And way back then, they were just like, hey, um, you can go ahead and give your kid up to the state. Like, we'll raise him. And it, it was much more common to they would kind of want to take control of the situation, put him in a state home. Talking about your older Jeremy, brother, Jeremy. My older brother, Jeremy. Who has special needs. Yes, okay. this would have been like, I guess, I don't wow. know, early 80s or oh something gosh. like that. And my dad, who was single at the time, again, with two identical twin boys, me and Joey, yeah. my sister, who would have been three, and Jeremy, who was six with special needs, said no. He wow. said, no, I will take care of it. And through babysitters and working like two jobs and all this stuff, he made it work and he did all of these things. And I wish I would have realized how hard he worked for us when I was younger. Yeah. Um, because I, you take your parents for granted a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. And my dad never asked for accolades. He never, you know, asked to be patted on the back for any of that stuff. And it wasn't until I was older, well into my 20s, until I realized that that how much he did and now the joke i make if there can be a joke about this yeah. <laughs> is my dad's father's day gifts and christmas gifts and birthday gifts continue to get better every year because i realize how much he did for us and i'm like oh. and i'm like i look at myself with a dog i have a dog and i find any reason to be like oh jackson threw up on the carpet yeah this morning i've got and, so much going on oh, i gotta take him on a walk or otherwise yeah. he won't go to the bath and my dad raised four kids one special needs. And he was probably, what, around your age or? 35. He was younger than he you. He was younger than He was me. younger than you and handling all of that. Uh, yeah. Crazy. I, I think of that and I can't so even that imagine. that makes me very proud. And he was a hard worker and he didn't complain about it. So. And still to this day, is your dad the main person who helps out Jeremy, Jeremy. would you say? He is his legal guardian. Okay. So, so my dad. Forever. Jeremy's yeah. 46. Every single day, my dad drives to his apartment and drops off spending money for him. Every day. Oh, wow. Puts it is wherever, like, he gets it and takes him to go get groceries once a week. Goes to all of his meetings at his workplace to sit down with his staff about Jeremy's work program and his, his um, 
people that come over to his house and help him cook and clean his. Oh my, my dad gosh, does all of wow. that. Like he's a teenager. Like yeah. Jeremy's a teenager, but yeah. he's not. So, yeah. Okay. I'd we say, all don't yeah. have it that bad, really. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I've got nothing to complain about after that. So That's I know great. a little touching answer today. Here's to your dad. Here's to Bill. <laughs> You're gonna get an amazing Father's Day gift. Oh yeah. <laughs> Here in about two months, Dad. I was a little disappointed leaving Easter yesterday. I didn't get as many leftovers as usual because my dad dished them all out to our cousins. I'm like, hold on, you got kids? Where's mine? I, I had a container and I couldn't even fill half of it. Wait, up. wait, wait, hold, hold on. Did you show up with a container? No, my mom, I know where my mom keeps her containers. So you purposely get I, a container out to load up. On leftover. Uh, oh, how, every party. How quickly after you've had your first serving of food are you like eyeing the table going, mm. all right, I got to go back up there and get my stash. Okay. Like, is it, has everybody <laughs> gone through once? Yeah, no, I will. I'm not that rude. I'll at least wait until. But you're looking at the it. I'm looking at it like um, there's not going to be any egg bake leftover. Dang it. Um, no, I wait until the party has mostly wrapped up and everyone's kind of heading out. And then I'm like, okay. Because we leave the food, you know, out for people to munch on throughout the party. And then once I see that a lot of people are heading out, I'm like, okay, time to load up. But one of my dad offered leftovers to my cousin as he's leaving. And I guess my dad was trying to make a good impression. So he starts loading up the potato casserole Uh in my cousin's to-go container. And I'm like, dad... Take it easy. Did you say something? I wanted some of those cheesy potatoes. No, Did you say I just, Ron, slow down? No, I just watched. I didn't want to be rude. And then when my cousin left, I asked, I'm like, Dad, what's the deal? I, You knew I wanted some of those this cheesy potatoes. This is so potatoes. funny for me. Leftover, this is what? not a thing. I've never grew up in a house where anybody expected, nobody left with leftovers. What? All of the leftover food went in the fridge of the person that made the food. So, like, the fridge for three, four days after is loaded with turkey and desserts. Yeah. Now, over the course of a couple of days, you know, when I'm getting ready to leave Iowa, my mom might be like, listen, we've got three pans of brownies. Would you like to take, like, a half a pan or something? But it is never the day of, ever. What? I mean, the person who's hosting the party, usually there are enough leftovers that they can't eat all that. They don't might do as well that. help them out. I think my, I I like think my family is very self-centered. They're like, nope, this is staying where This is ours. From. This is I, ours. I don't know of a time I've left a family party without leftovers. I've never left with leftovers. Oh my gosh, that is so, you're missing it, out. You need to no, just ask. I don't know. The fact that you're eyeing that table like a vulture. You, it's <laughs> like a carcass laying there and you're waiting for all the cars driving by to get away and then you swoop in. And, oh, nah, it's nah, family. Nah. I mean, I'm hungry. Well, yeah, it's but family. look what, look what kind of stress it adds on you. You're you're disappointed that the old cousin swooped in and got all the cheesy potatoes. Well, the cheesy potatoes are my favorite. God that forbid that the egg bake gets too much popular. <laughs> this year. Like, Anna's it, always thinking about her next meal. No. <laughs> well, it, it, when, when the food's not ready for you to swoop off the table, you're like, let me run down and do my laundry real quick. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I didn't bring laundry to Easter is because I ran out of time while getting ready. Your seats were filled up with to-go up. containers yeah. for food. No room for a laundry basket. I've lived in Cincy for over 18 years, and yesterday was the first time I had ever been to the Crone Conservatory. And it, it just happened to be on my list, my 40th bucket list of things I want to get done this year. Yeah. That Anna helped me organize yeah. because she kind of picked up on the fact that there's so many things I haven't done. I mean, the Crone Conservatory, at least for me growing up, that was a staple. We went at least once a year. Yeah, but your family goes out and hunts for pawpaws in the forest. Yeah, yeah. the conservatory was right up our alley. Oh, it's like the, plants. Yeah, yeah no, you, I mean, your family is, how do I say this, is not like a lot of families. 
No offense. Eclectic. That's a great word. So, anywho, yesterday uh, was Easter, and Mm -hmm. I was on a walk. Um, Let me clear this up because uh, I I told the story earlier. So, he's like, wait, were you by yourself? No. The girl I'm dating, we went to Eden Park, just taking a little little Easter walk, (laughs) walking around. All right. Anyway, we're walking around, and we walk up past the art museum. We would go up the stairs and past a playhouse of the park. And then I was like, is that Crown Conservatory? Are they open? We walked up at the doors. I'm like, oh, dang. Let's go inside. And at first, I walked through. And I'm like, this is neat. It's got the waterfall. Yeah. And at one point, I think to myself, I was like, is this going to be one of those things where I've never been here before? And then it's just kind of not as much as I thought it would be. It is very impressive. But at first, I thought it was kind of small. And then I see this big line. I'm like, where are all those people standing in line for? (laughs) Butterfly time. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it cool? Yeah. So, and you stand in line. If you've never been to the butter, what are they, the butterfly show, whatever. Sure. You stand in line and they give you these little pieces of paper that look like drink coasters that you yeah. get on a table. And they're landing pads for butterflies. They're yellow. And you stand in line, you walk in there, and they, it's like I'm getting like de, uh, uh, static or something before I go in the same room as like uh, the space shuttle or something like you go in this little waiting area they yeah. shut the door behind you and then there's doors in front of you and they're like everybody good everybody good okay here's your rules you go in and you hold out these little pads where the butterflies are flying around yeah and you just try to catch them you try well, and to they're ha- attracted to the bright color of the paper, too. Well, not for us yesterday. Oh. Well, big, it's... big old letdown on the butterfly pads. <laughs> okay. But they would land on us. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I took my nieces for the first time to the butterfly exhibit. Uh, really? Last year. And they lo- they were already asking. They're like, can we go back to the butterflies? But um, it was neat. And I, I will tell you, my biggest concern the entire time was to not step on a butterfly. <laughs> It's scary because it they're so fragile. They're, they're little wings. And, they don't care. I know. Well, it, your biggest concern was not stepping on the butterflies, and Anna's going to hate me. Oh, Jesse, yeah. Jesse yeah. calls me last night, and he's like, yeah. hey, Anna, I'm really sorry, but I went to Crown Conservatory. I know it was on my 40th bucket list, and I, I'm really <laughs> sorry. I know we were going to go together. I went, and I was like, Jesse, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm glad that you went. That's I was a, like, it was impromptu. It was, hey, look at me being spontaneous. I was like, right? I'm, not, spontaneous? I'm not mad. It was Jesse's 40th bucket list. Yeah. I a don't lot know why of I felt thi- bad, but you helped well, me put that list together. But I did, but we're going to do a lot of the stuff together, and I'm like, honestly, that's perfect. I'm glad that you and your lady... Yeah. Had a happy Easter Sunday. Nice little Easter Sunday with the <laughs> butterflies. I, I know. But sometimes those most random last minute things are fun. And I know that's weird coming out of my mouth. It is. But Jesse, that's the point of the bucket list. Like it's almost, it's hilarious that you felt bad that you actually did something spontaneous with the bucket list. You did something you've never done on a whim. And you're like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to well, go. Well, it's because I feel I'm a very honest person and I'm a man of my word. So if I say I'm going to do something with somebody, it's not that you and I said that we would do everything together, but it kind of felt that way. Yeah. So I feel guilt a little bit because, you know, unlike someone else in this room who will just bail on people. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't have even. Oh, oh I can go I do this tonight with other people? Gone into work like, oh, yeah, by the way. I'm like, what? Went there without you. No. Anyway. You're not going to hurt Real my conservatory. Feelings. Two thumbs up. And it was a full, like. 11 bucks to get in or something. I oh, don't it's remember. so cheap, yeah. And it's worth it. They got a lot of plants to water there, so <laughs> <laughs> go check them out. I'm Jesse Tack. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> hello. It's uh, Hello. Hello, Anna. 
It has been almost 30 years since I received my last Easter basket. <laughs> Until today. I was a child. I was a child in Iowa. Out yeah. the farm fields in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I got an Easter basket full of those really gross jelly beans. Oh, yeah. Today it changed. You hear that? That's the sound of someone caring about me. <laughs> and that was Anna's mom, who has a real knack for making Easter baskets for all of her grown children. Yes. And now her surrogate child... Jesse Tack. Jesse Tack. So at Easter this weekend, I told my mom about the break we did mm-hmm. on the air last week. And I said, yeah, I talked about on the radio how, you know, I'm almost 30 and you still make me an Easter basket. And then Jesse and I made a joke that you were on your way to Hobby Lobby to go and get him one. And she was like, oh, oh, no, I didn't hear that. And I'm like, mom, it's okay. It was a joke. Like, it's he's going to be fine. And she's like, oh, my gosh, no, we got to make him one. My mom starts running around the house in a panic frenzy. She found that basket in the closet, that that tissue paper, who knows where it came from. It was crumbled up, and she's like, put this in there. And then she proceeds to go through the Easter basket she had already made for the grandkids Mm -hmm. and steals candy out of their baskets to put into your basket. Whoa. So your basket is made of stolen candy. I mean. her grand- And the Grater's gift card. She was yeah. like, well, I just had an extra gift card lying around that I haven't given out to anyone yet. We didn't get gift cards to Grater's. Oh, you my gosh. You that. You mean I, in some ways, got a better Easter basket than you got? In some ways. I mean, ours, mine was larger. Well, but, I'd like yeah. to say sorry to yeah. your nephews and I mean, uh, your niece. Uh, I have uh, multiple plastic Easter eggs, lots of candy. I have chocolate. a... Uh, What's uh, labeled as a large lamb and milk chocolate with a lamb that looks uh, utterly terrified of something. I that is from, um, have you ever been to Aglamisi's? No. No. That's I from a, there. That should um, be on my list. There, it should be list. on your list. That's one of my family's favorite spots. And so that's, you got the fancy chocolate okay. from a local. Yeah. This is just really great. This they, came up Jesse today. <laughs> Everything came up Jesse today. So I actually posted a video of me surprising Jesse yeah. with the Easter basket. My mom got him at Jesse Anna B105 on Instagram. It's kind of hilarious. It just goes to show, even as an adult, like you don't have to ask for these things, but it's still nice to know that someone out there cares. Well, I had to go searching for my Easter basket. Oh, really? My mom hit it. <laughs> Mine was delivered to me. Yeah. I did nothing. Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. This might be something we do at the very end of our show every day. Wrap yeah. up the show. A little retrospective of uh, how our days have been, how our oh. show have gone. And uh-huh. we thought we'd identify for each of us what our emotion of the day is. If you've had one that has cut through for you, Anna, what is your emotion of the day? Today, I was focused. Oh. You know, this is not a common thing for me. It's very easy for me to get sidetracked. I'm all over the place. And oftentimes that's why it takes me a while to get my work done. But today I came in and I'm like, I'm not screwing off today. I got stuff to do. And I just went in and I checked everything off the list. And I will say I may have checked everything off the list. I was focused on that. But it caused me to be uh, not present with other things. And I'm like, you know what? This sucks. I don't like being focused because I, I lost out on the fun of the day. I didn't, like, I'm trying to think back. What was exciting today? Nothing. I was focused. But you checked all those <laughs> things off. Oh, see? So I feel it, relieved that the... You're the like, it's, I, I love it. You're, you're like, I love it when my brain runs wild. Yeah. It's enjoyable. You know, I'm working on one thing for like four minutes and it's like, <laughs> let's check Snapchat again. Yeah, I like that. So, okay. I mean, I got stuff done. I was my, focused. What my, about you? My emotion of the day is humor. And why is that? Because in the middle of the Beat the Bear today, 
Anna started talking in a northern accent. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to play that clip. This okay. is from Beat the Berry. The first mm -hmm. voice you're going to hear is me, followed by our winner, followed by Anna, who started talking in a northern accent. Mm -hmm. Listen very carefully to this. Congratulations. You beat the bear. Thank you on my first try. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Oh, yeah. Way to go. Just, you know. All right. Just in case you didn't hear it the first time. Thank you on my first try. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way to go. Four <laughs> tickets. I thought you were from Coleraine. I don't know where that came from. Oh, you know. I don't. Who knows where yeah, I'm sometimes from? Sometimes it slips out, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, then I'm going to start doing sometimes, it. Sometimes, you know. Oh, um, oh well. <laughs> That's the only. But I have a little northern oh, accent because I'm from Iowa, which borders Minnesota. So, oh, like, I, I have family members that. that, oh, yeah. They'll, you don't, I don't. It's the, it's, I think I've worked it out of my system. Okay. I was like, say a word. Let's. It's always wait. O's. So my, I'll be on the phone with a Ohio. No, you didn't. That's not, that's not how I, that's oh. not how I, that's how my family says oh, it. Oh, okay. I said, you do not I'll talk be, that way. I'll be on the phone with my sister, Jamie, who lives in Iowa. And she'll be talking about something that happened. She goes, so anyway, you know. <laughs> Whoa, what? back it up. No, 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 no. No sister of mine is going to talk like that. Well, you've lived in Ohio so long that I guess <laughs> Almost that 20 kinda, years. It fades away. Yeah. All right. All right. That's the emotion of the day. <laughs> it's been a good one. All right. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.